0: Well, I'm not a millennial. They know nothing about Office 365.
1: After a good single malt, you sound like one.
0: What can I get you guys? Are oh, the usual podcast whiskey, something unique. This is a well-stacked bar. We've got a lot to cover, Steve, so let's pace ourselves.
1: Or an extra whiskey tonight for all those cloud technology heroes.
0: That's just an excuse. We are the heroes. What are you talking about?
1: Our podcast, Office 365 Distilled. Hey, Moraine. Hello. Episode 45, my friend. 45. That did
0: is crazy. But you didn't do the, that little
1: dance that you just did.
0: Oh, well, the little dance. We, yeah, yeah. That was cool. That was cool. They'll no,
1: have to wait till we get our new video channel out so they can yes. see me do the little dance. yes, yes. We probably need to talk about that as well. We might do. somewhere. Well, maybe in episode 46 we'll talk about our okay. new to-be-planned YouTube video channel. And podcast. Yeah. And yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the new podcast will go live earlier. Okay. Do you want to tell them about it now? Or
0: sure. Or do you want to make
1: them wait? We could surprise them later. Oh, maybe we've already told them. Hmm. All right. Just a little then. Just yeah. a little then. So yeah. this podcast is about... Big, big technology and little, little bit of whiskey. True. And the new technology, the new podcast is about... Big, big whiskey and... and the n- the old no. tip of the day. Yeah,
0: exactly, <laughs> exactly. So yes. uh, we, we were kind of feeling that we left some people out in the blue, the people that don't care about technology, but that do love whiskey and that's a big chunk of our listeners they just skip the whole technology part and they just go straight to the whiskey as one does of course
1: of course but there's also people that turn off when they get to the whiskey so there's know, also I people know. that like the technology so we of have course. to think about them as well
0: yeah but let's promise that we will always mix technology
1: and whiskey absolutely on this it's podcast best way. in yes. fact i can't do the technology unless i'm drinking the whiskey Oops, fair, I've said that out point. loud. <laughs> fair point, fair point. But yes, yes. there's a, a brand new podcast being launched. Uh, we're going to revisit some of the old whiskies we've tasted. Yep. In fact, we're having some fun. We're going to use the same recordings of some of the old whiskies we've tasted yeah. just to bring them up to date. Some of them are over two years old now, you know? I know. I wonder it's whether crazy. people can remember <laughs> the first ever whiskey we tasted. I don't
0: even remember what the first whiskey
1: we tasted was I on do, the podcast. I do, very much so, and so do you, because it's your daughter's name. Of course. Sin on of you, my course. friend. Oh, no. Thank <laughs> God that my daughter is way too young to listen to this. Well, yeah, just to let you know, folks, you'll be hearing about it and seeing soon, but it's called Whiskey at Ease. Exactly, and it's a—it's kind of about the lifestyle that we like and the enjoy around our whiskey and yeah, it's how we
0: roll. It's how <laughs> we roll.
1: That's a new <laughs> tagline, man. How we
0: roll? Yes. No, uh, no. We—I I had a good tagline that I sent you over. It's uh, what was that? Our, uh, we're on the on the road to happiness, but we're traveling in first class. Something like that. I, yeah. I thought that was hilarious. That That's just going to be my life's motto from now on. Is that right? In yeah. the end,
1: we, the tagline turned out to be chilled, unfiltered, and aged. And aged.
0: Exactly. Because <laughs> that's also kind of who we are. So, yeah, oh, well, very
1: much so. Exactly. Anyway, this is our technology and whiskey yes. podcast. Yes, uh, Talking about the whiskey, uh, Sven, thank you very much. You sent us over the whiskey that we're tasting. So we're going to go down an old coal mine. Yes. But more details to follow.
0: I'm I'm so looking forward (laughs) to that one because the story behind it is
1: so crazy. magic. The story definitely is Ah. magic.
0: But first, technology.
1: Technology. Let's not forget it. It's what we do. That is 80% of our waking time. We are helping people to apply the best collaboration, collating, data management tools exactly. from our Microsoft yes. 365 to, services. To be
0: honest, my daughter, a few weeks ago, she had homework from school and she had to interview me on what I do for a living. So I was That didn't think- take long then. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I I had to explain what I do so that an an eight-year-old could understand and could tell it in class to stand in front of the closet to tell everyone so how do i describe that well what daddy does is daddy helps people to work easier to do their work easier and better so that they can get home in time and do more work and stuff like that
1: stuff like that yeah okay did she get top
0: marks I've got no idea. I didn't see it coming d- back you yet. You know so that if
1: you fail, your wife will constantly harass you about <laughs> it. Your, your ex-wife will constantly yeah, yeah, yeah. harass you about it. Oh, totally, totally. It will be your fault. Yeah, totally. But I it is difficult, that. isn't it? I remember my kids saying the same, you know. Uh, Dad, what's your job description? I'm a consultant. What does that actually mean? What do you do? Yeah. You know, and I used to use terms like, you know, I help people to talk to each other and store that information for a long time, so they can go back to it. They collaborate and they build on those ideas, and they do it online. And they can share and work on the same content at the same time. Um, but that was a—you could see them blinding over, going <laughs> so blank, you know, yes, after, after the whatever. first sentences. Why yeah, can't whatever. you just be a baker or
0: an airline pilot or, or whatever like that? Yeah, yes. exactly. Yes, that oh. would just make it easy.
1: Oh. But our technology changes all the time, doesn't it? It we've, does. We've just done Ignite, and we talked about. Um, uh, Satya's um, data stack or cloud stack. Yes, we uh, talked
0: about Satya's stack.
1: Yes. So Satya's stack. <laughs> yes, he showed, talk, he showed everybody his stack. Yes. Um So uh, his cloud stack. <laughs> uh-huh. And then uh, you know, at the same time, Microsoft released their book of news. And if you if yes. you haven't seen the book of news, people, then you know, from your Google account, search Ignite book of news and you'll get to see all of the things that they've released to the press and everything else, which is, of course, a great reference and a background. And I suggested to you a few days ago that, hey, read through it and tell me what your kind of top two or three are. And uh, yeah. let's argue about, <laughs> let's try and come to a conclusion about which one is the most important yeah. from the book of news. And just around Microsoft 365, because this book of news is about all the other Azure apps. and then virtual power apps, power whatever, whatever. exactly. Yeah. So
0: we don't care about those things, we just imp- care about the, 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 the good looking end user bits. But then you asked me, like, give me, like, two or three items. And before I knew it, I had, like, ten items and a bonus item. And on my way over here, I was even thinking about, oh, I also forgot about this feature that they're going to release now. So, I actually have now 12 things. So, we might need to skip a few if we want to talk about these today. <laughs> if we want to
1: get to the whiskey at the end, we're we'll definitely yes, skipping a few. Exactly. Exactly. Right. No. Yes, exactly. So who wants to start?
0: But you, uh, well, to be to be honest, you also uh, wrote down a few. And the, the one that you wrote down first is the one that I wrote down first as well, because it's on the top of the book of news. <laughs> it's <laughs> the thing. first one we read about. Exactly. But it is genuinely one that I am super enthusiastic about, because I'm a lover of movies, so are you. Um, we're both lovers of the new Surface Duo. We really want to get our hands on it. Version two. Yes. <laughs> 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 with the NFC Tango. and with five. Oh, well, I'm, Anyway, I'm anyway, 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 When they re- when when Panos Panay was showing off the Surface Duo in his one last thing speech that he did it showed a video of a woman just coming home from work or something like that and her phone was ringing so she took out that duo and I was nearly wetting myself in <laughs> excitement. <laughs> but then um, she was she was also talking to this device and the device was talking back like, oh, uh, this person wants to have a meeting with you t- tomorrow but you also have that meeting then. So, oh, could you change that meeting there? So, where could we go for a coffee? Oh, these and this and these places are nearby. So, that whole Cortana Talking to you and and trying to get together, solve things together with you to make your day look better. And and as I so started, you were, we you
1: were wetting yourself when she took the phone out, and then it all finished for you nicely when you started when she started talking to the phone. Yes, it, it did like it that. for you. But
0: anyway, um, we both love uh, movies, and every sci-fi movie has some kind of. Hull computer that tries to kill you in the How? end, but anyway. Yeah. Um, so I'm so Cortana, I the murderer. Uh, probably <laughs> one day <laughs> it will not be very long. But um, I've for years now I had an Alexa in my house. Uh, I just switched them, switched her for the Google Home Assistant. Um, but these are things that already can do so many things, and if we can now also get Cortana to help us get our day in order
1: get your shit together yes cortana get your shit together <laughs>
0: fix my shit
1: yeah. take me to
0: inbox zero i deleted all your emails oh <laughs> shit no <laughs> um but yes I'm, I'm just looking forward to that because it's not really a business case that i want to solve is just cool shit th- it's just <laughs> <laughs> Freaking cool shit. I ju- I, that is just something that would be so cool when I'm in the car driving to my customer, just talking to Cortana. When she reads me my emails, I tell her what she needs to reply.
1: Here's a question stuff for like you. like that. Do you think that Cortana will get upset if she ever founds out that you first of all went to Alexia and then you went to Google and then eventually you ended up with Cortana? Do you think she'll be jealous of the time you spent with the other two?
0: Well, that's where the murdering part comes, <laughs> comes in. into it. Right?
1: That's <laughs> no, where no, she it's... takes
0: over my GPS and tries but it, to... But it's serious. Okay, yeah.
1: yeah. I mean, th- this this Cortana thing, since they kind of got their heads together at Microsoft and realized that there was no way they were going to kind of be able to do an Alexia kind of thing because yeah. they don't just throw the thousands of people out it's True. you know Amazon's core feature they've got good business reasons to make Alexia work with all the stuff yeah. they sell and their basic input so the, when they made that decision to say you know we're going to make Cortana do business stuff at that point I was thinking yeah yeah when this eventually sense. comes out makes it sense. will be right yes. and I remember watching um I forgot the guy's name from Microsoft. He used to do all of the SharePoint presentations before Jeff did. But anyway, um, and I remember I was at Las Vegas at one of the announcements, and they were doing a a demo of Cortana, okay, when it was a Windows 10 Mm -hmm. tool. Mm -hmm. And instead of asking them about, hey, can you read my email, or hey, how many emails I've got, they were saying, how many people in this conference are from America? And Cortana would reply back by saying, hey, there are 6,710 people from America. How many people are from Asia? Uh, and it gave you a number. Yeah. How many ladies are there? How many men are there? And you started to realize that this was doing data queries. Yes. And then at that point, I thought, wow, this is can be, will be, potentially could be superb. Oh of you know? course, yes. But then they went quiet about it again. I mean now I'm talking yeah. about Vegas, so we're yeah, now yeah, talking yeah. SharePoint conference no, four no, or five no, years no. ago. No, so. And of course what they've done now is they've threw in a bunch of AI stuff as well. So what they've yeah. said is like we've got Cortana working. It can understand your voice, it can understand your questions. What if we give it some real data that you can use so where's all your data oh in your emails well actually (laughs) let's start pointing ai at them and then let's start bringing cortana and what we're going to see is this wonderful magic delivered through cortana both in a voice where it reads your emails helps you make appointments turns off your meetings on and off that's all coming out in the next few months and of course we get this letter You know the email, just in your normal stuff so people don't have to put headphones on to get their latest. They can just read the email because that email will tell you about the things. And I love it. I've had this email now for a couple of months on the preview, and I just think it's brilliant. Yes. I really, really do. So yes, Cortana for me was number one, and actually I think it was number one on you. But there is a problem with it.
0: What's the problem?
1: It won't be coming to Belgium.
0: Yet. No. It's going to be running in US first
1: so it's going to be released uh in english in australia canada the united kingdom and india and Uh, i guess it's already in the us yeah so it is expanding out um, but it's not coming to uh, belgium now i don't get this so dear jeff okay (laughs) if you're going to put cortana in english okay in my dublin data center then why are you restricting it to only the United Kingdom when I speak English, but I just happen to live in Belgium? Yeah. Duh. So
0: would there be any way around it? Like, for example, we probably would be using the Amsterdam data center. So would it be data center related or would it be related to the, the language on my machine? I, I could
1: actually we don't know which data center I'm going to use and neither do you. No, I know. So, so that, you could that's be, my question. Yeah, but you, what I'm trying to say is, you could be in Amsterdam in the morning, but if Amsterdam has a problem, you'll be in Dublin, and you won't really know the difference. Oh, so, okay. yeah. consequently, the services are available in both data centers. Yeah. So I don't know why. Whether it whether they're just using that to quantify it. I I, I have a Cortana um, speaker, speaker yes. device in the in my storage cupboard here because it won't work anymore. All right, but I used to have to convince it that it was American for it to work. Yeah. All right, because and when Cortana on the Windows phone came out, you had to set your phone settings, to American yeah. settings, yeah. you know. Exactly. And, but yeah. it doesn't make any sense to me. So unless they're doing it to kind of limit the amount of traffic initially the service gets, because I think that's rubbish. So very we'll disappointed see. that yeah. it's in English, but I can't get to it.
0: Yeah, but, true. No, absolutely. in terms of absolutely. the concept
1: and the idea, I think yes. it's brilliant. Yes. How many of your clients actually work in English? Because I I mean, I know I work in the finance industry at the moment, so it's very English. So is it kind of more than a third that work in English or do most of them work in Dutch or French or one of the other languages? Well,
0: I've got a a big pharma uh, company Uh, and and of course they're big multinational, so so they they mainly talk in English. Um, There's this um, uh, other multinational company that I work for. Uh, In the Netherlands, so when I speak to them, it will be in Dutch, but all our emails are in English.
1: Well, just to finish this off, here's here's the even more confusing part. So your pharma company, a bit like some of my banking clients, yeah. depending on where where you break out of their network, Mm -hmm. that will define the country you're in. Probably. So I could be in France, I could break out in Belgium, or I could break out in England. So if I break out in England, then in theory I can get Cortana in English because it will be location-specific. Or it could be, if I break out in Belgium, even those English farmer people will not be able to get the email, because Maybe. as far yeah. as the data center yeah. is French. So there's a whole bunch of stuff here. So yes, if my English language is set on my laptop as default English, I should get these services, regardless of which country I'm in. But there you go, my my wind. But I think there the idea are. is brilliant. I think there Cortana yeah. is finally coming of age. She's now... I'm not going to say that. That would be naughty. But uh, she's now <laughs> middle aged, matured.
0: Like a good whiskey. Yes. Like a good whiskey, exactly. yes. Yes, uh-huh. yes. I was
1: actually going to say that she's a MILF, but I didn't, I didn't think that would be appropriate, so I decided not to go with that. Editor's <laughs> note of course, Steve is referring to the Master Information Life Force. No.
0: Okay. All anyway, right. next. Um, let's talk about client apps. Client apps, uh, Word, Excel, PowerPoint, these things.
1: Excel, Excel. That was my number two item, and I'm going to quote this. Just the first five words worth. Excel users can now discover and connect to live Power BI datasets to work with the data using familiar tools such as pivot table, etc., etc. How difficult is it at the moment to get to Power BI dashboards?
0: I have no idea. I have, I'm not using oh. it at all. I'm, I don't use Power BI. I'll,
1: I'll give you the basic concept. Here you go. I create a Power BI dashboard. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. Looks awesome. And I can put them into web parts. Mm-hmm. I can put the web parts onto a SharePoint page. Mm-hmm. But you can only view those web parts if you have a Power BI Pro license. Oh. Duh! Uh-huh. All right, and that's not cheap. It's not grossly expensive, but it's kind of not cheap. And I don't want to have to pay for this person to have a Power BI Pro license just to see the data.
0: No, of course.
1: So what yeah. I have to do is I have to give them a link to the dashboard, and then they get to the dashboard to actually, you know, oh, this is dumb. Yeah, you know. Okay. So, so every Excel user, assuming there's no hidden licensing thing inside these mm-hmm. descriptions, mm-hmm. every Excel user. I can just send them a link to the data and and they can just create open their it own up in Power BI yeah, yeah and great and I think that's awesome so I can now bring in five or six SharePoint lists into one Power BI and mix them all up and create the kind of queries I need and just send them the link and say there's your raw data off you go that not is not even the so raw cool.
0: data you can just send them the excel with all your things set up, so you don't need Power BI anymore. You can just do everything in Excel. Right, you need make Power your BI
1: nice. because that creates the data set.
0: Ah. So you do need Power ah. BI, that yes, creates okay, the data okay, set. Okay. Okay, so okay,
1: basically okay. what they are giving okay. you now is the ability to have multiple connections combined and queried inside the excel data okay. sheet so you can do it gotcha. so but that's okay but that that i think is a brilliant idea all right so i mean it's awesome some of the statements giving users confidence that they're getting data that's been vetted by it tactical tools they're killing me on my migrations these people that do stuff in excel oh. spreadsheets oh. and then you try and get them loaded and you're trying to move them from
0: file shares and don't, they won't work anymore yeah don't get me started on Excel uh, files that look at data from another Excel file, and then you need to migrate those things like
1: that. This, this actually allows you to fast-track Power BI to the clever guys that write these macros for things, yeah. and say to mm-hmm. them, guys, look, you can bring all your source data into here, you can position it in the cloud yep. now, Mm-hmm. All right. Instead of having to store it in a SQL database, position it in the cloud, and they can connect to it via Excel to get to their data. And you can even write the macros on the Excel, and you have full control of everything. Awesome. It's 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 a stepping stone into you know. Well, it's a stepping stone into the power platform for these people. That
0: is good. That's cool. Nice. Excel. Right. Yes. So, so, what
1: about other end devices?
0: Yes. Because I also want to talk about Word. Has anything changed in Word for the last? 100 years not really word is just word and it just works pretty well just like powerpoint was just powerpoint until they brought in the design ideas mm. i mean how much have presentations changed with the design ideas we when when we were doing a session a few weeks ago we were just doing everything on white on a, on a white excel background uh um, powerpoint background and then just when the whole presentation was finished we said okay now let's bring in the design elements and just with design ideas in 10 minutes we had an awesome looking presentation yeah now very cool thing microsoft is going to bring that feature to word so no more ugly text only 20 pages of dry boring documents but this will actually pimp up your document to make it look awesome instead of just My like document. yeah but in just like nice. for example like like uh, five bullets that you would have it would make them in in a really nice visually appealing way so that people will enjoy reading documents more
1: potentially but i see some of the big savings in when you're trying to get that text box lined up and you're trying to get this yes. that kind of stuff i, I actually have do. a
0: customer. And their, their main business is bringing out big advice reports. Yeah. And I'm, I also showed this to them because uh, the secretaries uh, spend like half of their day just outlining the correct look and feel of that document. So I'm really hoping that this will make their life so much easier in the end. So
1: here's the Dolby complaint again. Unfortunately, <laughs> I do have some issues with some of this. But okay. don't get me wrong. I'm not underlying everything you're saying. I really, really like the idea. But when we were setting that video up, when I was trying to put the final covers on there, we yeah. we were basically using a lot of slides with circular white dots in them, with text in them. True. Yeah. yeah. As I got down to slide eight... The designer must have decided I'd had enough slides with round dots in. True. And, and it, it wouldn't give me the options different. anymore and yeah. started giving me square boxes and stuff. Yeah. So so that was one frustration. Second frustration is that my corporate internal communications team are saying, can you only allow them to put designs in that, uh, that fit in that with the corporate approved, aligned? Yeah, approved no. designs. No. no, I can't do that. Yeah. And they are going." Oh, okay.
0: Let's turn yeah. it off then. Potentially, yes.
1: But can you turn it off?
0: No, I don't think so. Well, it, may, maybe there's a way. There's, there's always a way. A way to but I kind of forget policy. that when they say, yeah. "Can
1: you turn it off?" Then yeah. no, no. No. no, no, not that I know of. Yeah,
0: exactly. all right.
1: Yeah. Um, but sure. but but so consequently, when I think about these designs on these documents, is it going to apply the same? Design throughout the document, or is it one minute you're going to be able to have round buttons, and the next minute only <laughs> triangle ones? Please, Jeff, dear Jeff, please allow me to have one set of design yeah. to the whole document.
0: Yeah, that, I, th- I think that will be that will be the the case. I think so. You think? Yeah. I I hope so. Yeah. Let's wait and see. I, I, I just it, need it, a button that says "Beautify my document, make my document less boring," because what you also now have, for example, that they put in in Word half a year ago or something like that, a few months ago, is that kind of Grammarly functionality where it actually says this is not uh, this sentence is an active or a passive sentence and you've been using 48% of your document in a passive sentence. So you might want to change that up yeah. into something else. The and only problem I have with Grammarly is that
1: it doesn't right click anymore. You need to just hover over. So after 20 years of right-clicking now, I can't get used to it. Every time I see something misspelled, yes. instead of just hovering over and then selecting the right one, I uh-huh. hover, right-click, and it sits there and pops up windows on top of windows. And ah. okay, you yeah, must remember not to do that. Yeah. But yeah. but that's true. But those, I can,
0: those functionalities are, yeah, I, awesome.
1: I do a lot of ma- document management and stuff like this, and, and I was bringing together a bunch of governance documents. They wanted them all reordering. Mm. And so I kind of, took the documents, cut and pasted them into the documents but none of the stuff came across in the right way that I wanted it to. So instead of, Uh, you know, the heading definition and this definition because of the template that I was going into. So I'm happy enough with this design stuff but I'd really like it to be less random than, you know, I'd like to be able to go, you know, that's what I did in the last document. I'd like to do this in this copy document and, and have consistency yeah, in there. Yeah. So you know, maybe it should say, "Hey, these are the recent designs you've used." So at the moment, I've just copy and pasted in seventy-three pages from a SharePoint OneDrive governance document in to another document to be because they wanted them bringing it together, but none of the bits have now got to go through and reset all the headings and the bullets. Mm. So I'm hoping these design things will actually allow me to, to simplify those a little bit, but we'll see. But I think it's a great idea again, again, that, that cleverness. So yeah. Anything else on end apps? No, not really. No. Cool. All right. Now so
0: one of, one of the things, so talking about the next one, one of the things that, um, I have been using for, uh, some customers, is the bookings app and the bookings app super easy super it, it, it's like few clicks and and it just works and then you can set up services that you want to deliver and people can just click on them and I, i've actually been using them for the whole uh, get back to work thing after COVID, uh, so that people could actually say okay i want to uh, book uh, one of the islands so that I can just sit alone on an island. So stuff like that, and it works brilliantly. And um, what they uh, said at Ignite is they're gonna do um, some uh, re-layouting, uh, so they're gonna give bookings a new layout, and they're gonna also give uh, gonna give it more features. Um, I haven't seen the actual session, so I don't know what kind of features they're gonna bring but it will allow you to customize more on how okay, you want to set up your booking and how you want to do these
1: things. Yeah, we use it for um, uh, booking training courses. So yes, for example. Um, yeah. you know, uh, rolling out an adoption of uh, of new features, and it you can now book a course. And it's easy enough to do a course. People just turn up for it, but at least it's given us some feedback as to who's in there and who's not and the kind yeah. of numbers and stuff yeah, like yeah. this. So, absolutely. yes, uh, bookings yeah. is cool. So And that's interesting because that was really designed for the local hairdressing shop. Yes. That's
0: actually one of the examples that's I in know. there. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So, yes, yeah, so it would be pretty quite cool if they uh, they do that. And if you think about bookings and you think about lists, there's a kind of an analogy between those two, isn't there? So, mm-hmm. you can imagine that if that kind of comes together, that would be pretty neat. Bookings yeah. would be good. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I actually th- th- thought it was pretty weird that uh, the booking items wouldn't weren't real SharePoint items. That was kind of weird to me. But then again, there are a bunch of weird stuff happening. So I Microsoft th- is very well known for creating something in three or four different applications or creating a few applications that do kind of the same thing, but then just in a slight different way.
1: Uh, it is annoying because... I do a lot of governance work, as you know. Yeah. Okay. So every time we roll a new application out, there's a five or six page governance document created that's signed Mm -hmm. off by the architects and security and everything else. So we want to roll whiteboard out. Again, it's a tool for people remotely accessing. Cool. Do you know where whiteboards are stored? No. No. And apparently neither do do Microsoft. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> okay. okay. So this okay. is typically one of those apps that's been built. It's a canvas, of course, so it's, yeah. it, it probably doesn't fit straight into a document library. So I'm assuming I'm assuming it goes into some kind of blob store. But I, I've looked through all of the Microsoft documentation <laughs> to try and find out where these things are stored. And okay. when you get to the point where it says, oh, where is it stored? They redirect it to where my data resides. So it just says, uh-huh. whiteboard data resides in your local data center. So obviously in the EUI, mm-hmm. the EMEA rather, data center. So yeah, but there's nobody actually saying it's sitting in a library or it's sitting in a... So consequently. Yeah. I kind of put my governance document together and I kind of sit there and said, you know, it's sitting in the local data center and it's all good to go. And then, of course, security said, so can you tell us the container that it's stored in? No, nope. but I will go find out. So, <laughs> yeah. premier support ticket about to be raised and uh-huh. to actually get an answer to that question. Hmm. It's going to be in a blob store somewhere, in one of the secure blob stores in the tenant. But, of course, it will be nice to know where it is and what it is. True. Whether yeah. there's any long-term aims. So, the part of the problem with things like booking is that, and, and that that um, other app that they're, they're linking into Teams, the one that was on the phone, Carabin, can't remember. Kazala. Kazala, thank ah, you very much. Okay. Again, another typical kind of app that was just built as an application that Microsoft thought, "Hey, we like this guys. Yeah, we'll turn that into an app." So they ship it as an app without really <sighs> enterprising it, you know, without making True. it. So it's a bit like stream. Streams on my list here. We'll talk oh, about yeah. it in a second, yes. you know. Yes. But there's there's no retention on on some of those things. It's a bit like private channels. Private channels on Teams baseline. No way. All right, no private channels. Because there's no retention on it. It's not Mm. part of the compliance and security. So when they bookings. I've got no idea where this stuff is sitting. I don't know whether it's going to be GDPR compliant and I don't know this and I don't know that and it's difficult to find out. So I only really like version 3 or 4 of these things when they've moved it into the compliance centre and all the data yeah. is protected. But, but maybe that's some of the changes they're going to make. So uh, we definitely have to look at that at some point and work out where it is. So yes, I love the speed of delivery but it's usually it's a little bit like you know the Surface phone. You know, Mm -hmm. it's a good MVP, but is it good enough for me? No, Uh, but it will be one day. And it's a bit like these other apps. It's just waiting for them to become mature enough and then everything else. Makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Cool, cool, cool. cool. All right. What else? What was your next item?
0: Ooh, I've got so many. I've got so many. Well, you've got to choose them. We haven't got time.
1: We're already Uh, half an hour in. Really? Yeah. Oh,
0: God. Do we want to talk about uh, teams and all the... No, you always talk about teams. Choose one that's true. not teams. Oh, go no. on now, go
1: for it. Go with your favorite teams and I'll do mine as well. No, the, the, Your favorite just, teams update.
0: It's a bunch of things. Ah, so oh,
1: here we go. Greedy again.
0: Yes, of course. So, of course, the templates, that is going to be a fun one because I've got uh, customers that really do, for example, projects in, in a specific way and now we can just set up uh, project templates for example for them and that is going to be that's going to be good that is definitely going to be good also because we're coming from a sharepoint uh starting point the home app so the ability to show my intranet in teams as an app as a built-in app that is going to be awesome you can already do that th- today as well but then it will just screw up your uh, big hub uh, navigation, stuff like that. It, it just doesn't work very well today. But that was one of the biggest announcements at Ignite is that you can now have uh, your SharePoint site that you set up as a home site. that You could also go and, and have this little app uh, on your left rail navigation in Teams. If you click on that, that will open up your intranet in Teams.
1: So it will open up the SharePoint Home site in yes, teams. Exactly. Because your SharePoint Home site is not your intranet. It should be. Or Why it could it? be. It could be. It could be. But, but it but has it limitations. It should be. That site has limitations. It's about displaying your other SharePoint sites and it's about so but your intranet how many internal comms teams do you know that accept the standard SharePoint site page design as their oh, home page no, no, on their no, internet. I,
0: I don't, I don't know how that is gonna work. I mean, if you have like a Valo intranet build or something, you, is it that going probably to be show, this? App? No, it's it's probably gonna display all that. It's just you can set up a site, set that site as a home site, and then you can say in Teams, okay show my home app to all my users and that will show the site that you set up as your home site.
1: I do know one thing now is that I need to make sure that that is built into my technical design document for my n- intranet projects. Aha, so that, then yes. that way my yes. partners that build this will yep. build that uh, into the uh, into the process. Yeah,
0: it's. A, I think it's going to be a big one because I've got a few customers... Smaller customers that say, for example, okay, we are now just working with Teams, now we need to move, uh, we, we've been working with SharePoint, now we need to move to Teams. Yeah, but I we understand that all our collaboration is now happening in Teams and that we only need Teams and our Outlook now to do all our work. But what about all that important communication bits that are now in our intranet in SharePoint? So now we've got three places where we need to go. Well, we can just get rid of that SharePoint part and move that all into Teams as well.
1: So, do you live in this dream world often? Yes, all the time. Does it work for you? Yes, all the and time. And it never turns into a nightmare. It never does. Liar!
0: <laughs> Hot damn!
1: I'm not it's yet convinced that only teams and outlook is all that a business needs.
0: No, it's not. Of course, it's not. But the problem is that I've got, I've got, for example, one customer with big digital literacy issues, and they now know how sharepoint works um we've been trying to move them into teams why? and it works pretty well
1: why are you trying to move them into teams
0: because it's just a, a better experience because now they have their based their, upon their, you or them no no based for them for me as a consultant making them uh giving them easier work and making it easier to, to do their all their things. So now they've got all their conversations together with their documents and their tasks and stuff like that. So it should be easier. It should be better.
1: It's a more They had all those things before in SharePoint yes. of course, except for the messaging.
0: Yes, exactly. But now we're gonna try to move in there. But the problem is they for example when they are storing documents they're storing documents in a document in the document library of the of the backend SharePoint side because that they know how that works. But they don't put it in one of those folders that are the channels. <laughs> so when they then go into Teams, they don't see the document because the document's not stored in the channels, it's just stored in the main level of the library. So that confuses people a lot. Mm. So I've been saying to them like just use Teams forget about the sharepoint part only use teams but they still need to go or they still want to go to sharepoint because that's where the intranet is there that's where they have for example this yammer group where they have the 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 whole daily uh, happy birthday and whatever uh, parts in there so they don't want to lose that because they're very afraid of missing some kind of information if they don't see that but now with the home app they will also be able to see that from teams Will we be able to navigate
1: around the different pages from the OPAP? I think so. Think so. I
0: saw a little demo on that, but that was mainly technical bits. Um so
1: not convinced.
0: That's not okay. Convinced. It's okay, it's okay. It's okay. It will be it all will be good. All, all will, will be, be revealed, good. all will be given. I'm starting
1: to get suspicious of you. You're a team's MVP now and I think you've been brainwashed
0: probably yes (laughs) they've got good swag yes (laughs) that's true it's true it's true and then also one one last thing that i really like something that they've been talking about for ages is that the tasks app which has to do and planner is finally rolling out in teams they said earlier this week it's 100 percent ga but i don't have it yet so but then again, somebody on uh, Twitter's uh, because I complained on that on Twitter, like, hey, I'm not seeing it, but they're saying it's 100% GA. And somebody replied to that, yeah, but these days, 100% GA means you'll get it in three weeks' time. <laughs>
1: so,
0: okay, so that's the new rollout communication. Or 100% maybe 100% GA
1: yeah, well, in America.
0: Yes, but maybe something like that. Anyway, so
1: all right, cool. A, yes. So you're still trying to cheat in a lot more of these. Items aren't. they? Oh, do, uh, do we want to talk about all the new together mode features? That no, we that's crap. All, the <laughs> all they're going <laughs> to do is give you different backgrounds yes, to slot you into. Exactly. And exactly. they're going to sit there and try and make it so it looks. No, smarter. I want to. I want to create my own together modes.
0: I want to have my my, my uh, titty bar. In time. my titty bar <laughs> <laughs> to background. I mean, how do I do my proper? Friday evening <laughs> get together with the boys. If I can't do a titty, titty no, bar imagine, background, yeah. okay, yeah. How, we, how, do we, how are we gonna do our YouTube channel if we don't
1: have a whiskey bar background? I just thinking that I could put my boss on the pole <laughs> at the, the bar, you know, swinging around the pole while she's yes, <laughs> exactly, exactly. Oh, wow, that is cool. Yeah, I saw those improvement, those uh, that improvement too. Yeah, it, I, it's it's weird. To, I have to, to say, when I was weird. reading it, I'm I'm still in an environment that hasn't sort of I've, hasn't gone Teams yet. Mm-hmm. Starting. Um, so consequently still using Webex, and Webex are desperately trying to keep the company in Webex. So yeah, They are all run in parallel together. Yeah. But I was just thinking that uh, we were chewing over that we'll start doing our stand-ups in Teams mm-hmm. so, as, as to, so we can yeah. start playing with it. And I was just thinking about Together Mode, how cool that would be, because they're all going to sit there and go, wow, because they've not seen or heard no any they of it, will you know? just burst out laughing i know they will yes but i was just yes. thinking what kind of background i'll put them into now i know i'm going to use moraine's titty bar background for together's yes, mode exactly oh yeah that oh i'm cool. waiting for that one yes all uh-huh. right cool cool all right so um i got a, a couple of things that were on my list yes go and i'm just gonna sit there and just check the time here because we're already up to 40 minutes. We are oh, having boy. so much fun here. So much fun. All right. So a couple of quick ones then. Yeah. Um, productivity score. Okay. Yes. Um, and I know we talked about it a little bit earlier. And I know you looked at me and went, yes. <laughs> Obviously, you know, because it was also goes in that in this whole mind thing, you know, mm-hmm. this whole closing your day down at the end with MS yep. Teams. Which I thought was brilliant. But productivity score is really about using AI to look at what your adoption levels are like and whether people are using it, Will. And just to quote a few things that they say they're going to do, they can actually start giving you some indicators about how people are adapting to remote working. At the moment, people request to go and stay in the office if they can, you know, because mm-hmm. I don't really want to work from home. But now we're starting to get some figures that will kind of identify them. Um, it'll also look at your hardware and find out whether how your upgrade went and whether it's making people use... Uh, Microsoft 365 easier or harder. Um, Whether new applications are working as best that they can. Whether um, the training programs, whether there's new skills being used. So you're starting to get real data about how well your training is doing based That's upon be cool, what they're clicking on and what they're doing. Then you
0: can tell your marketing uh, people, like, look, that design ideas from PowerPoint.
1: Nobody's using that. Exactly. I can actually see that in my productivity score. So stop worrying about yeah. it. Yeah. So I've so got to see where this all pans out because there's a, a huge amount in this, if you think about it. And we sat talking the other day about um, whether uh, the Power Platform is going to need a whole new adoption program. Because at the moment, you get the impression that Microsoft's go, this is so cool, people will just start using it. Yes. No, I don't think <laughs> that's the case. So, you know, that's, no. a, that's a subject for a future. So, I liked that. And I liked all the mindful stuff around, you know, I know we saw yoga at Ignite and all those kinds of uh-huh. things. But but I think this whole work they're doing around trying to get people comfortable about online working. Cause like so many of us, they it's believe true. there's a new world coming around. I know, it's the online titty bar. So, I know, yeah. It's <laughs> I don't think that's going to sell you now. Like, we, I mean, if I thought it was going to sell, I'd say let's build it as an app, yes, you know? exactly. But no, I honestly I don't think no. it would, uh, would I get be very, that. very PC. No, I uh, get that as you go. So that was my that was mine, and then of course, stream as a document. All right, there's yes. still so many questions around this, and we even yeah. had them when uh-huh. we talked about it earlier. Yeah. Um, But for me, the biggest change is that stream as a document means that I can put retention on my videos. True. And I can do security and sensitivity and and classify them. So that is the big thing that's missing in stream. So that was really good. And they talk about the new stream video and audio files will be stored on the sharepoint files platform within microsoft 365 now that's logical of course if they're not going to do retention and all that the only way they're going to do it is if they put it into those yep. more research needed is it a new kind of library a new kind of container they must it's know because they're already talking about developing tools to migrate you from one platform to the other so yep. a lot of really exciting stuff coming out there yes. there's some sessions and I lots need to more look work at. because we're talking about new migrations we are talking about new yes. migrations yes so and thank you Microsoft for keeping us into <laughs> business I love this I love the the other quote they said on this uh, on this stream stuff was um, SharePoint powers file experiences all right for teams OneDrive, yammer and outlook it It is what it does does. and if videos become part of that then i can see it being a a huge tool so that would be what what i think is where i want to go with it what i
0: think is big for that is is that uh, stream was still using its own proprietary disk storage space I, a few years ago, and uh, we even talked about that on the podcast, was that stream. Uh, I did a project uh, for a company that does sewer inspections. Oh and yeah, they had this little robot yeah, yeah. Uh, rolling out. And, and it was videoing in 4K everything that was, that was happening in the, in the sewer pipes. And that was pretty cool. And they were actually looking if we could store those into stream. Uh, but those were huge files and it that would mean that in the end they would have to buy so much disk storage for stream just to to have that alone. That We were talking about tens of thousands of euros on, on storage. Now if that is going to move into SharePoint and into your OneDrive, I mean that is going to save so much uh, disk storage. Same thing for meetings. So all the meetings that you have are now stored in stream. If we're all going to record all those meetings, we're going to end up running out of stream disk storage, if that is going to move to OneDrive and SharePoint, it just has tens of of, hundreds of times the the amount of disk storage that we have. It
1: can't be that easy, though. We know that Microsoft get paid more money for their stream disk storage than your SharePoint storage, and of course OneDrive nobody ever uses all the OneDrive storage your organization has got. That's
0: true, but that was also because stream was actually being stored a uh, stream video was being stored four or seven times in different audio uh, video qualities, going from very low bandwidth to Well, I'm hoping I'm high. still
1: going to get the same functionality.
0: Well, the the question is now, of course, are they gonna do it uh, like dynamically, real time, or, or are they still gonna store it in four different versions, and just switch you to the correct version depending on what kind of battle you I have? I don't
1: think they're storing them in four different versions anymore. That's <laughs> what they are
0: doing in stream. I, yeah. I'm
1: not entirely sure. Only that I was just I've just come out of oh. a back end of a POC, mm-hmm. okay, and w- I was really worried about how much video storage we actually had because it's quite small. Yes. But we've kind of used 2% of it. Okay. So uh, I can't see how, if they're doing these multiple versions, that that's what they're doing. I do know that they stream them in different sizes, Mm -hmm. but I didn't think it was based upon what they store. I thought it was that okay. they they uh, bring it up and down based upon what's happening. Yeah. I mean, your your average Blu-ray video player already does that. You know, when you th- stick a DVD in, it'll kind of expand Upscale. it out in, yeah. in real time and downscale accordingly. Yeah. So, But I might be wrong. I absolutely might be wrong. I don't know. All we do know is that we just need to know what's happening to it in the future, which sure. is great. Yeah. So, you know, end of the year, we're going to get really, really busy, of course. Yes which is fine. Yes. So that was my list. So I guess I ended up with top four. So mm. Cortana, uh, Excel as a connective yes. into Power BI, the productivity score stuff, which I think yep. could it turn out to be really quite cool, and then stream as a document. So they were my four. You had 17, I thought. <laughs> no, I had 12. I was also talking about
0: Cortana coming back, the word uh, design ideas, the Teams templates, bookings, syntax. We didn't talk about syntax. Nope. I think Ms. syntax Cortex. is... Uh, it's awesome. I love. i um, all my all my underwear is syntax material, so it's it's awesome. No, that's spandex. Oh no, shit. Spandex. Okay, yeah,
1: close. So the thing about the uh, the syntax stuff is that there's very few people that will actually use it. This? No, I don't think so. I do. I actually do. I don't think people have that many templated documents anymore. I think they do,
0: but what I do think is, t- to be honest, my first SharePoint project. Was something like this Uh, scanning in all documents that were coming in, scanning them in, automatic metadata recognition, and storing them somewhere in SharePoint.
1: How many times have you had to do that since? Three times. In how In long a 15 period? Fifteen years. There you go. I exactly. Know. Yeah. So but I think it's a very small. It will save a lot of people a lot of time. Very small. Plus, one more co- comment yeah. on this is that most of those documents already go into the finance systems that they're associated exactly. with. Exactly.
0: Yes. So that was what I was going to reply to you. Mm. I. It's. It, it's most of the time. It's not my job. It's. It, most of the time, it's not coming from a document management perspective. It's coming from an invoicing
1: perspective. Correct, but and it goes straight the into the invoicing system. Exactly. It doesn't so have So it's a to dynamic thing, yes. yes. No,
0: absolutely. So yeah.
1: but, but, but that's just my thinking. I yeah. do love the idea of it, and I think it's great. I'm just not entirely sure at this point how it will be applied. But uh, I probably will get surprised once I go, hey, guys, we can do this of now. Course. What do you think? Yeah. Uh, but it also is going to cost you more yeah. money. So yeah. you it, uh, you got to sit and work it to out.
0: To be honest, in September, I, I send out five invoices. <laughs> To uh, five, five different curious. companies, so they're they're all these companies are working with that, so many freelance people or so many external vendors. They're getting so many uh, invoices in, and they're the in a year's time those will be 12 invoices from that, 12 invoices from there. they can just automatically scan them and automatically grab all that metadata.
1: I agree. They could yeah. do that, but they yeah. won't be scanning them into Office 365. Probably not. They'll be scanning them exactly. into Oracle or to yes. some other big Dynamics time and mainframe yes. kind of yes. stuff. No, no, absolutely. But I do, I yeah. do get the idea. But yeah. well, the up- upside is that potentially it gives you the ability to say, fill these forms out mm-hmm. and then I'll put them into Power Platform so I yes. can actually manipulate the data myself exactly. and not have to pay for a huge... Oracle, and to be honest, IBM systems. Power so. Apps
0: already has something like that. Yeah, yeah, it does. But this so, allows you to be able yeah. to
1: combine across the whole platform. Yeah, so true, true, I get true. it, but I just don't I think it's a small quantity. No,
0: it's true. Um, we've been talking about recordings going to OneDrive and SharePoint. Yeah, you're a big thing. Together, mode scenes. Uh, live captions, they got better. They got
1: way better. <laughs> They've become local too.
0: Oh, I. I, I I I tried them on uh, on one of these uh, conferences that I was speaking. Awesome, 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 awesome. Uh, The home app, we talked about that. We talked about Teams. As a bonus, I got two more. We uh, have Project Oakdale.
1: I don't want any more bonuses. You were supposed to choose three. (laughs) We're just confusing our podcast users now with all of this stuff. But there are two important ones. One is Project Oakdale. If it was that important, how I come you didn't do them first? Because I forgot about them. <laughs> so they're that important, you forget about them. Because I couldn't find them
0: in the book of news, but I know that they were really... we're just uh, talking launched. about the book of news no. today. Yes, I know. But Oh, the, come on, I'm the, sorry. The the I give offline, in. The offline uh, yes. capabilities for lists. As Jeff showed it, he demoed it. I think it's going to be huge in the future when more things will be... Offline capable, like whatever, so all these things. Duos. <laughs> for example, yes, exactly. So the thing that's going to be. It's, if
1: it's not in the book of news, there's a very good chance it's going to be next year. Yes, could
0: be. I. What's your saw, second one? I, I want to get to the whiskey. Yes. Stop! I want Oakdale, to talk whiskey. Oakdale, which Oakdale. is the Power Apps uh, in Teams, Power Apps Light for Teams, and that is one of the things that I love about Microsoft. They said, okay. We've got Power Apps, we've got tons of people using it and now we've got Teams. So instead of just using Power Apps in Teams, now we're just going to give you like a whole new set of features. And we're just going to build something brand new, which is going to be work. It's going to work like Power Apps Lite, which is also coming to SharePoint at some point.
1: And
0: so we're going to divide those two.
1: I already have Power Apps in SharePoint. Yes exactly
0: but the new list functionality will all have these like easy ways to recreate your canvas and teams will have the same thing as well and they call those power apps lite
1: so it's it a is rebranding exercise.
0: It is, that's what they are now calling project oakdale but it is okay. it's power apps lite and i understand why power apps is just a pain in the ass to work with but okay i get it i get it but then one thing that I was kind of expecting to be announced, but I didn't hear anything about just crickets. Outlook spaces. Where were my Outlook spaces? That's true. I know. Where are Outlook spaces? It was just silent on that topic. I didn't hear anything around that.
1: Dear Jeff, you teased teased us about Outlook spaces, my friend. Where the flipping heck are they? Dear Jeff, you big tease. You big tease,
0: yes. (laughs) Anyway,
1: all right, cool. I let you off. There were two good ones. Yes, two good ones. Awesome. But so here we are. I was trying to do a nice, focused podcast on two or three subjects. Yep. And here we are. We've jumped around about twelve of them. Again, but people must enjoy it. Guys, really, really appreciate the fact that you are listening to us again in some numbers. So obviously, you're getting used to the new normal and not just listening to us on the way to work, yeah. but taking time out. So appreciate it. And yeah, we'll always do them like this. We know that you enjoy them. And we know you like them. So, <laughs> so now when we do the review of our <laughs> podcast... That
0: sounded so dirty. Oh, did it? I know you like that, big boy.
1: (laughs) This has been a bit of a naughty (laughs) podcast, hasn't it? I have to say, it has been a bit of a naughty podcast. And we've already killed, we're up to our 54 minutes, so we need to do whiskey in two minutes. Yes, good. No? Right. Ah. Okay, good.
0: Anyway, that was the Office 365 bit.
1: Now let's move on to tasting some nice whiskey. Exactly. And we have got whiskey from another foreign country, not Scotland or Ireland.
0: Not Japan. Not Japan. Not Belgium. Not Belgium. Not France.
1: We had a well, few friends It'd French be quicker whiskey. if we just say where it's yes. coming from. Where is it coming from? Where is it coming from? Sweden. Sweden. It is Swedish. So I thought they only drank vodka up there and like homegrown potato mash stuff. So, MacMara Mara is actually one of the growing whiskies around the world at the moment. Swedish whiskey is, you know, growing. Up yeah. coming, yeah. yeah. And they yeah. do some really weird kinds of whiskey. So, they do whiskey for rock bands. I think there's an ACDC version that ACDC obviously drink when they're on tour. Really? Yeah, yeah. So, <gasps> they, they kind of do a special blend for them. Nice. And they did the IntelliSense one, you yes. know, the AI True. powered True. stuff. Yes.
0: But we which we still didn't get a sample from. So their marketing people from MacMara. Yeah. please Get in touch with us. We we'll, we would love to sample it on the podcast.
1: And we'll talk to your blender and find out what the process was like. Yeah. That'd be cool. Yeah, sure. I'm sure they won't. But we're offering no. But the We're blender
0: offering. then is Cortana, then I guess so. Then oh, well, no, uh, I do anyway.
1: remember. Uh, no, no, I remember reading the article so they used AI to generate lots of feedback about um, the taste and what went well and, and and what's the one that most people would like. But yeah. the master blender had the final word. Yeah, that's right. So exactly. that's uh, exactly. that's how they did that. Yes. So we are going to go to Groovold, Grov Gold, Grov Gold, Groove Gold, which yes. is actually stored in a mine so it actually translates from swedish into english as gold from the mine and apparently this Mm -hmm. mine called a the badass mine no Bodas. Uh pronunciation i think here is important yeah so they took it's about 20 kilometers or something from the distillery obviously they needed storage space that was consistent and so they store it in a mine and that's it's, what we
0: get. It's got a very Silverado Western kind of <laughs> it vibe. Does, like not it? drinking yeah. whiskey in the mine. Get yeah. off your
1: horse and drink your yeah. whiskey. Yeah, I get it. So oh, but that's anyway, cool. So, a McMara Grove Gruvgold. So, uh, I will pour this. Yeah. No cork pole. No cork. Time, it's uh, it's a okay. sample bottle. So, this yes. was from Sven, of course. Oh, After thank we you, shared Sven. Uh, some of ours with him, he said, Hey, yes. have a taste of this, guys. This looks... Uh, after this is, he this was is his the, favorite.
0: Yeah, after he was the judge in the uh, big octomore <laughs> discussion. Yes, yes,
1: in the octomore uh-huh. discussion. Okay, okay. So there so you do go. So do
0: do do we do we know anything more about that mine? So they they distill it, they put it in uh, Oloroso Pedro Jimenez casks, and then they lower it down in the mine and they keep it for number of years.
1: The mine has been around since the 14th century. It goes on. They did iron ore and coal in there and all those kinds of things. But in terms of uh, what this is, um, they basically have uh, Oloroso casks and some sherry casks. Um, But this is basically, I think, put in um, normal oak and then finished off in bourbon. Okay. So it finished bourbon casks. But reading this, I'm actually guessing that they probably blend it across from multiple ages multiple and ages okay. and, and multiple uh casks depending okay. on what they go there's for.
0: no age label on it
1: there's no, no age label oh, okay. on it, No, okay. i don't know what the McNamara do actually in the aged whiskies. i've okay. not seen any there may well be but i've uh, just not seen okay. them you know
0: so do we know if it's unchill filtered as well or does it say nope not that
1: i know of at this point in time well, it's um, easy
0: easy enough to see if it is of course if we pour some yes. water in it
1: we can do that later yeah. Okay. So, uh, help yourself for now, and uh, I can tell you mm. what uh, allergies are in there if you like. Allergies. <laughs> yes. Apparently, it contains allergies. It's amazing what you can get off the internet nowadays. <laughs> <laughs> yes.
0: This is not for your keto lovers. No. Okay. No, it's not. It's gotcha. not got.
1: The, talking about keto, it's not got that warmth or depth to the the nose of that. Uh, Kyoto KO whiskey oh, no, Koto no, or something I was else?
0: Talking about the keto diet. Gotcha. So if you can't Sorry. eat some okay, it doesn't matter. This oh, is this, nice. Yeah. It's, subtle, it's very it? sweet as well. Mm. So it smells very sweet. It's got of course that vanilla that you get everywhere all the time. But Mhm. Okay, okay. So it it it's got Interesting smell. The we've got a a great
1: dark yellow color. Yeah, don't know how to describe it. It's a kind of an orange amber, isn't it? It's uh
0: yeah. So it's yeah, kind of dark. And one of one of the things that I that was really uh, that I was noticing the the last few weeks is th- like for example the octomore and the Artbake are very. Whiskies that don't have a lot of colour in them, no. and then all these very dark whiskies.
1: No, I don't. I don't know from what I can see here whether or not it's got caramel. Of course, we don't have the label of the bottle with us either no. because it True. came in the in, mm-hmm. a, in a sample. Yeah. But I, I like this. I mean, I think it needs that it first taste. Good. Yeah, that first nose without a taste is quite harsh. I think it's quite kind of um, sterile. It's kind of got that medical kind of hint to it.
0: Yeah, but not not not... No, in but as soon
1: as you taste it and you then take a nose after mm-hmm. that, you start to get the fruit and things in here. You can start to sort of taste uh, the sweet notes of apricots. I think I can probably get apricots. Oh. I, st- I st- thought I was getting dried orange to start off with, but I can't see that anymore.
0: No, I don't have that. But I do have this very weird swing in the taste. So I get this... Sand.
1: Uh, it's tobacco. I think they call it tobacco. The tobacco. S- the smell of tobacco. Mm, okay. It, it's kind of that dried odor, isn't it, in the background on the on the bit of a roof.
0: No, I do get some some of that cookie batter smell. Cookie dough. Yes, cookie dough. Yeah, That's definitely nice. in there. Some some vanilla, some caramel. But then on the taste, it's got that sand taste to me. And it's it's not bad. it's because some sometimes you describe things like uh, oil or tobacco or leather, and then people are saying like, "Ooh, that doesn't sound very good. I get sand.
1: Interesting. you know what sand tastes like then? Is it a child thing that? You yes. <laughs> Stop <laughs> you eating keep... the sand,
0: Murray. Yes. Go and, go into the sea. We had one of those uh, little play areas with sand. And yeah, I can I can definitely so when I remember my childhood memories with playing in there, yes, I definitely get that kind of taste.
1: I find this quite interesting on the taste. It's not to, just talk about the finish for a minute. There kind of isn't one. You know, the finish it kind of is a, a single, no depth, kind of toffee dark toffee finish. Yes. It is dark. Mm.
0: It is, th- but the whole taste experience is dark.
1: It is a bit, yeah, yeah. But in terms of of on the taste, I I kind of get a a hint of peat. It really is in the background, but then that moves into that dark toffee, mm-hmm. that dark roasted yeah. toffee, which is interesting because on the nose you get that kind of apricot sweetness.
0: Yeah, you definitely get that typical cherry. Cherry on the nose,
1: yeah. And then when you you taste it, it start you you get that kind of tobacco burnt toffee kind of taste, which then on the finish, kind of develops into a kind of um, I don't know what to best describe it. Interesting.
0: It does have a really distinct taste. Yeah. I have to say, and I can, I can see that this is really a whiskey that you either love or you hate.
1: So I wonder whether that sand is the coal from the coal mine. I wonder whether that, you know, Uh, like when you breathe in the dust and and things, I wonder whether it's picking that up or whether that's just my imagination from what I know about the whiskey. But you know, isn't that, Imagination with whiskey is part of the game, oh, isn't it?
0: Absolutely, yes. You know yes. that's an
1: Irish whiskey. You kind of expect certain Irish smoothness when you take an yep. Irish whiskey. True. That's an Ely whiskey. Okay, I'm expecting here to be bonfire and smoke and toffee yep. and everything else. Swedish whiskey? I have no idea what I my expectations no. are.
0: and this this is my first MacMyra whiskey I'm having ever. Yeah, and I have to say I'm I'm pretty pretty well amazed on. How good is this? This is definitely great whiskey that is built with awesome qualities, but it's got is, this has a really distinct taste. Yeah, it's not like a d- it's not like the the default the default taste that you would get from a whiskey.
1: So in England, there's a a sweet called Bonfire toffee. And it's designed to be around our November bonfire night, fireworks and everything else. And you, you really cook the sugar to the point where it's slightly burnt, yeah. which you then turn into that toffee. And it's very dark. And that's what I get here from from the taste yes. and the nose.
0: There's definitely something roasted, yeah. burnt. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. True. I'm going to... Put a drop of water in, only because I got That's a little a bit good left. Idea, but um, I'm Let's not entirely sure. Happens. Yeah, what it's going to do to it. Overall, whoops! I put a little bit too much in there for okay, me, but I'll okay. let you know no, oh, you've done that I from your glass. It. Yeah,
0: yeah. Okay.
1: Oh, now you get smoke.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You get earth. You get. Yes.
0: So the sand turns into earth.
1: Well, uh, I just yeah. get an earthy smell yeah. now out of it. Well, oh, that is interesting. I did not expect it to change it so much.
0: It's true, but then well on the, the nose. Taste-wise, it doesn't change that much. It gets mellower, of course. Yeah. The aftertaste dies down a little quicker.
1: This isn't a really interesting whiskey in terms of the way it's reacted and the way yep. it's changed, isn't it? So water affects the nose.
0: But not really the taste.
1: But not really the taste. No, I agree. Not what you get on the aftertaste. It, it diminishes the finish, though. I would actually suggest that this is not a whiskey that you add water to. Exactly. I think that was yes. a mistake.
0: Yeah.
1: So, Makinamara... Grudwald means gold from the mine. I think sure, it's cool. Yeah. It's it's certainly a gold coating. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes. I'm and not sure I it's do, a solid gold. I do believe that a whiskey like this deserves a place in a well-stacked bar.
1: Yes. The thing about whiskies in a stacked bar is that you always need ones that don't appeal to you. To make sure the ones to measure against, to refer to reference them against those whiskies you know you like. Mm-hmm. True. Yes. Because otherwise you would never drink those whiskies again. Yeah. If you didn't like them. So would I buy a bottle of this? Yeah, I think I might. Mm. I think there are, there are times when I would 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 sit and want to have this kind of. Um, oh no! Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. I can. You know? I can already.
0: Already in my head. There are two cigars that really would pair very well with this whiskey. Plus, uh, we've been sampling some chocolate in a few episodes ago with uh, some whiskey. I think some dark 80% pure chocolate would also go very well with this. I have
1: to say, that's one of the things I want to do on our new video channel. Yeah, me too. Is to actually throw in things like the chocolate. I know you want to do the cigars and stuff. um, But we're in Belgium.
0: We're in the chocolate capital of the world. Yeah.
1: Absolutely. Oh. So I think we can get some English chocolate to uh, match up to the whiskey. Why? I'm sorry. I'm only joking. I'm only joking. I'm No, only joking. no, no. All right. Cool. Well, that was interesting. Sven, I have to say, thank you very much. That was an interesting whiskey. So gold from the mine. It's a Swedish whiskey. It uh, has a very, very interesting taste. Um, on the Office 365 Distilled podcast, we always say that we will finish with an interesting whisky that you wouldn't not necessarily to have tasted before. No. So maybe this is a first time for you. But absolutely certain. we, you know, we get those uh, burnt toffee tastes, those herbs, uh, not much peat, but it's just interesting. I don't know whether it would be any different if it was not stored in a mine. Who knows?
0: I have no idea.
1: <clears throat> Who knows? The other thing I find about this is they do different size casks, and I've never seen that before in a blend of these kinds of whiskies. So, I don't know whether on... The dog just wants some whiskey. That's why she's tapping yeah, at the door. Yeah. Uh, I don't know whether, you know, a 30-litre, 100-litre cask... Yeah, let her in if you like. She's fine. I don't know whether a cask of those but different baby, sizes would actually, <laughs> would actually change... Would actually change the taste or not. But that's mm-hmm. interesting. Whatever they do with this, it's a great taste. I really yes. enjoyed that.
0: No, true. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And it is... It's, it's not a... It's not a super cheap whiskey. It's not in the in Belgium. Most of the whiskies are in the €40 Euro range. This is slightly uh, yeah, more expensive. Yeah, it's in the €65, um, €60 Euros range. But well worth it. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. And it's
1: not overly expensive for a whiskey. We, we've we spent no, €100 sure. Euros and stuff yes, on a bottle, true, and if true, true, not true. more. Yeah. I was looking at uh, a whiskey earlier um, and thinking, that sounds nice. And then I got to the price. It was €580 Euros for a bottle. <laughs> That still sounds nice, but way out of my price range. Yeah. Actually, for me, I would think, yeah, that would be nice to taste. Yeah. Would I spend five hundred and thirty euros? Probably not. Would my missus allow me to spend five hundred and thirty euros? Definitely not. Definitely (laughs) not. (laughs) So you know, I you know, I know where where we're in there. So that's cool. All right. Good. Well, this was great whiskey tasting. Mm -hmm. Great podcast.
0: Ninety minutes of pure fun.
1: <laughs> yeah, kinda. Ah, oops. <laughs> not bored, okay. I don't mind. This was this was. We covered a huge amount of information on this. That is uh, true. On this hour and ten minutes. Yeah. So I mean, just the number one thing that we spoke about today for you, and from a podcast perspective. Um, what is the one thing you're looking forward to playing with?
0: It has to be that Oakdale stuff.
1: Yeah, but that's not here yet. That's kind of future. It's a bit like me with Cortex. I'm waiting. Yes. I'm waiting. I'm waiting. Yeah.
0: That is definitely one of the things that I want to play with. Uh, As I said before, Cortana is something that I want to play with as well. Um, Don't
1: I asked you for one. You're doing it again. I know. I know. I can't choose. I can't choose. You're greedy. Yeah, indecisive. Yes. Uh, For me, I think I'm going to stay simple. I, I think for me, the Excel... Power BI stuff, I think has got huge potential to meet a, u- a large number of people's uses. Not your basic user, but just one step up, the yeah. guys, mm-hmm. the people that write the macros and that do data analysis and that kind sure. of stuff. I think to be able to sort of, as a, as a collaborative team, mm-hmm. create that Power BI data set, send them the link, Let get on with it, do what it. you yeah. want, I think that's yeah. got huge potential. Yeah. So that's what I would go with. Mm-hmm. All right. Cool. Well, Moraine, thank you again. The time was superb. The company was excellent. The whiskey was superb. Thank you. I was going to say sublime. But sublime. It, that's not really a good description for that whiskey. But superb is, is adequate. And uh, thank you for the conversation and chat. Guys, thank you for listening, and girls, and anybody in between. Oh, I'm going to get shot for that one. <laughs> I'm going to get shot for that one. <laughs> All right. Uh, but uh, for everybody that's listening, I, I really hope you're safe and well. And uh, from me, Steve Dolby, goodbye. Thanks for listening. Hope you've enjoyed it. And as always, Moraine, privilege for you to finish. Do something a bit more than just goodbye this time, then. Go on.
0: I'll try. I'll try. All you nonconformists listening to us, thank you so much. And we'll talk to you in two weeks time thank
1: you so much Ciao.
0: if I give you a bottle will that help you hit the road
1: that would be awesome if only we could put whiskey in the cloud and build an app to download it straight into the glass
0: and you said I was the millennial alright, out, out thank you miss,
1: see you next time
0: Oh Steve, you know what,
1: you know what we forgot to talk about? Next time we're in, on the next Office 365 history.